at JCPenney's Memorial Day sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Blog Talk Radio.
This Blog Talk radio show is supported and paid for by Lacosa Nostra Radio. All expressed views and opinions of the host and guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Lacosa Nostra Radio and its leadership. Hello, 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 and welcome to Sunday Night in the USA, and this is Open Poetry with Boo and Jay, and um, we're glad to see everybody here. Uh, This is part of La Cosa Nostra Radio. La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com. Allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and uh, hang our hats. And without further ado, I believe that we have the boss herself. Boo, is this you? That would be me, I think. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Hello, hello. And glad to see you there. I want to um, say that uh, there has been a a little bit of a... a, um, Cont- a little uh, voting at um, Blog Talk, and I meant over at All Poetry, and I want to congratulate uh, the MVP winners, uh, Kay. I want to uh, want to thank, uh, congratulate Boo for placing second, Identity Crisis, uh, Nose Ring, Iffy for being fifth. Those are the top five, and uh, uh, great to see everybody uh, who placed getting uh, the credit they deserve and uh, with that I want to uh, go straight to the phone lines and I want to welcome in first of all uh, number one herself hello hello again it seems like yesterday is here (laughs) hello Um, and congratulations boo and everyone else how are you? Thank you, Sawa. You're welcome. Everybody voted. You have a touch and very sweet and appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, let's You're keep welcome. on going uh, with uh, Mr. Raz. Hello, JCA, Boo, Shala. Nice to be here. Hello. Nice. Hi, <laughs> You shining. And let's keep on going. Number one MVP. Let's go on and um, say ho- uh, um, hello to Rack. Rack, how you doing, brother? I'm here. <laughs> wow. Hi, Rack. Hey, Bowie. <laughs> Booing who? Boo and who? Boo and who? Boo and who? Oh my goodness! Bravo, Lou. What's going on, guys? You Not caused, much. You Not much. We we got a whole lot of audio tonight, folks. And uh, this this is going. This has been a challenge to put all this together, but I I'm kind of excited about it. Um, oh, but thank you, Jessie. You know. Yeah, I've got I got ten audio audios tonight, folks. Ten I had to upload, wow. so so it kind of made me a little busy today. So 
where do I want to start? I want to start with a non-audio. <laughs> Hello to Marius out on the board, Irish out on the board, saw them both. Um, hopefully Irish will be calling here and hopping on hold uh, in a little bit. But I am going to read Diabolical Beard, Thousand Hour Stare. And it goes like this. Boiling within like a coffee maker, where does this ride end? For the thoughts are my neighbor. It's hard to tell what's up and down when everything doesn't change and I know things look better on paper till it catches on fire by yourself, the resentment driven out like an invader. I feel lost in ways I can't comprehend the story within a book that's heavy to lift, diving into bottles of blur of a weekend. And poem. You know, I can see this. I, I can really see this uh, coming from the point of a soldier myself. Um, the self-destruction of a person uh, within things that that absolutely um, overtake us. Uh, I, I love that. Um, boiling within like a coffee maker, where does this ride end? For the thoughts are my neighbor. You know, we overthink too sometimes, and our thoughts become our worst enemies, and our minds can become our own worst enemy, and it it absolutely kills us and hurts us and drives us to a point where it beats the hell out of us, and we are the ones causing our own pain. And I think that this is a brilliant little poem to that point. Uh, Salwa, what do you think about this one? Salwa, come off mute, please. Thank you. Yes, I'm so sorry. I was talking to myself. I was I was uh, <laughs> moving things around, so I had to mute myself. Sorry. Um, thousand hours there. Someone who, like, just the title is kind of someone who took time. Sometimes you need time to really uh, understand even yourself and understand. Um, why this, this this thing happened and resentment, whatever it is, it's just not. It takes time to really absorb it and digest it. And I love the title. And then boiling within like a coffee maker inside of us, but you need to let it out. Where does it this ride end? For the thoughts are my neighbor. They they never leave us. I just love his expression so deeply, beautifully. Um, and it as he said, ups and downs. Everything doesn't change. It's really, as you said, it's enough. It's, uh, it's really us who, who um, how would you say that? Um, it's our task, really. I feel lost in ways I cannot comprehend. We, and we are confused. We try to understand. Sometimes we never might not understand what's happening. A story within a book that's heavy, heavy to lift, diving into bottles, flare, Weekend. Wow, I, it's it's dark, sad, and um, and deep and heavy, as he said. Like, but raw at the same time. And and I think a lot of us could uh, really feel this in a way, another part of our life, where we where lost, we don't understand, and we try to understand, and again, we might not understand. <laughs> so I really love this poem. So realistic, even though it's so sad. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's a great comment. Great comment. Um, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, I'd say the poem sums up how you have uh, that idea on that page, and you have to take it somewhere that there's a reality there in the poem of what you go through on a daily or weekly basis that other can relate to American life. So these comparisons to the coffee maker, what's up with your neighbors, and are you going to really get drunk by the end of the weekend and repeat this process over and over again for another year, it all just uh, becomes all that more self-reflective of higher expectations but a sense of lower ambition that we're not uh, completely reaching our ultimate potential from uh, this kind of usual reverie and uh, recreation of social parte. Excellent comment. Uh, Rack. Yeah, I, I like what he did with this. Um, he had me doing um, math at first with the 1,000 hours there. Okay, you know, 80-hour work week, 10, 12. Okay, so that's about three months. Um, but I, I – I, and, and um, from, from there – um, he he gives us the um, the coffee maker that everyone is honing in on, because that's such a beautiful image, and and that's in my mind all the way back to to, to Shakespeare. I'm like, imagine imagine the kind of writing that the, the, the things you know if she, if that was like in Shakespeare's day, the coffee maker. You know, what what you know other writers might have done with the same kind of imagery and the same thing, um, you know we're we're kind of pioneering that because they didn't have that so so we're 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 you know setting the groundwork for things like that and you know you could see how everyone's picking up on it because it's so relatable the imagery of something like that the percolating the the whole idea of it to to, to round out the idea of, of the, the, this uh, contemplation that that's going on that he's writing about to, to bring about the um, um, I want I want to say the angst of of of, of trying to deal with, with with what's in front of him, um, and um, you know it made it made this a very a very uh, eloquent piece for me. I really enjoyed it. Excellent, excellent comment. And Boo, I'm going to have you go ahead and say hello to Teal out on the board and have you read her poem next. You know she's got the problem. Well, she might have to. She might be at work too, guys. So we, we got to give her yeah, response yeah. on that. Okay. Hello, Heavenly Angel, out on the board. So, uh, Sawa, if you could read uh, Tila's piece for us. Oh, I'd be honored. Let us pray, Mother Teresa. Uh, I'm tripping, Jake. Uh, I was on the wrong device. Here, Tila. Oh, there's Boo. There's Boo. Now, Boo, I'll, I'll have you with Angel after, after Tila here that. pretty soon. Yeah, I forgot yeah, I was Okay, Boo, we'll oh, beat someone. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm good on 20, 20 different good devices. Timing. Okay, so, <laughs> Mother Teresa. This is a poem about me. No, I'm kidding. Um, if you can't feed a hundred people, then feed just one. That's true. Such a superb personality with a, such a golden heart. Gave all her time and energy to a lifeless life. Who had nothing to return to except misery. Each love 
and feeling she gathered from her heart, she gave away each drop of hers to children and to all who needed love. Only those who have guts, a pure heart, and the one who follows the road to sainthood, Mother Teresa was the one. Gave out so much, took nothing in return. Angels were her heart. Each one gave her pride, joy. That's the beauty of life. And poem. This is awesome because, you know, Mother Teresa is so important to, uh, to uh, the people over in India. And uh, I know how yeah, yeah. dear Mother Teresa is to uh, Tila's heart as well, being from India. And uh, what she did for the people of that country, what she sacrificed, what she gave up was just absolutely stunning. And I'm, I'm going to be playing with the sound a little bit, folks, so just hang in there. Um, but uh, this is this is such a great great uh, uh, tale of just one of one of um, the world's pure heroes, and I think that she did that uh, great justice. And uh, um, let me get a comment from. Let's start with Rack on this one. Yeah, uh, Mother Teresa is a definite icon. Um, someone like me, I kind of live under a rock. You know, I, I, I get my news, you know, in dribs and drabs and things like that. But, you know, um, she still, you know, in, in her corner of the world, manages to touch, you know, my life and, 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 you know, call attention to the things that she does, you know, and hear about, you know, all, 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 all that she sacrifices and everything, um, the, the word icon comes to mind. I mean, uh, you can't say enough about someone like that. And, you know, for someone to write a poem about it is, is not that unusual. I'm sure there's quite a few. And Tila did a beautiful job um, summing up, you know, her, her feelings and, and paying tribute to the lady, um, you know, uh, regardless of, you know, the connection to India or anything, just, you know, as, as a person in general, she didn't mention India at all, you know, and, and you know, um, she still said what she said about, you know, the, the everything that the woman does, uh, m- m- the woman, yeah, Mother Teresa, you know, um, you know, it's it's hard not to recognize that name and, and uh, did a great job um, highlighting that. Beautiful job, too. Great comment. Uh, Boo, you read it. What do you think? How could you not feel like anything but a slacker next to Mother Teresa, right? I mean, you know, what is, I mean, a saint is the word. So giving, so loving, so much. I saw read a thing about how much time she gave, how much money she raised, how relentless she was. She wasn't a quitter. She was full of fire. She had fight and empowerment. She wasn't just a timid little shy thing. She was you know, a lot of, a lot of, I don't want to say, you know, but, um, admiring too. And then I just read that she spoke five languages to uh, Sawa. And, uh, yeah. so, I mean, God, you only be like half as good or even a quarter of as wonderful would be amazing. So I think Tila got it and expressed it here beautifully. And quick. Awesome. Awesome comment. Uh, Raz. Yeah, I had my own uh, moment of spiritual enlightenment reading of this marvelous figure of Vatican history. Mother Teresa was actually canonized to be a saint 
several years later by St. Francis. And uh, it has one thinking, if you believe in Jesus Christ, don't you have to uh, also admit the goodness and virtue of Mother Teresa? And uh, that's a great comment. And uh, Sawa, I'm going to let you make the comment, and then we're going to have you read uh, Heavenly Angels' piece since I said, since I teased you for reading the first time. Oh, well, I was happy that the book came back on perfect timing. I, I really, I, I don't think you have to be Christian to to really um, appreciate uh, what Mother Teresa, I mean, I was in Catholic school and I learned a lot about her there, but um, to really appreciate appreciate what she did, it's, she's so selfless, like she, people who are like this, um, like Tila said, she didn't gain anything, I think. She, she gains, she gains satisfaction and inner peace and inner love because when you give yourself to others and do everything, that, that's a beautiful satisfaction that she only can feel. Uh, and just the quote itself, if you can't feed a hundred people, then feed just one. If we just like try to do the minimum, that's the minimum. Uh, if we do the minimum in our life, we make a difference in people's lives. We don't have to be saying to Mother Teresa. It's really message to us for this. What she left behind is also not what uh, she did to so many countries. She spoke five, five languages. Um, not all these uh, to these countries. I understand why India appreciate her. I agree with you. She did so much for them. But really, she left us um, lessons for life to learn from. To now we can never be a saint like her. We never be who she is. At least do the minimum that. Like, just care about yeah. others and give them uh, each love and feeling she gathered from her heart. She gave away each drop of hers to the children, to all who needed love. And this this is what you leave behind you. You're not going to leave your fame, uh, uh, nothing but your, your deeds. And that's what you're going to take with you, too. Uh, that's how people are going to remember you, and that's what you're going to take at the end. So that's really beautiful and very spiritual and a great reminder and show so much appreciation for um, for definitely for Mother Teresa or not. And uh, you know what? I was going to have you read Heavenly Angel, but um, I, I, I think uh, Boo would be more comfortable with reading this one, okay? Okay. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> okay, so I don't think it's skanky. Is it skanky? skanky? Oh, yeah. Here, I there you go. You. Um, I appreciate you for saving me. You don't have me. to give so much. You don't have to give everything. If you just give a little bit to somebody, one person, you can make a difference. It doesn't have to be huge strides of money or uh, huge grandiose acts. You just give little things. It's going to matter. I just want to say that. Um, okay, so Heavenly Angel, Blazing Desire. Oh, she can get the fire in the background. Um, okay, hang on. From that first sensual touch of you make intimate contact, I feel the heat intensify, white hot, blazing heat, desire like a whip of smoke ring. An underlying current of high voltage electricity flows between us. The warmth of his breath caresses my body, creating goosebumps of anticipation upon my flesh. His fingers brush across my silken skin, playing me like a fire violin creating a molten trail of raw emotions. He ignites the flame. He sets me on fire, blazing desire. 
Do you have a brother? No, I'm kidding. And Cone. Oh, <laughs> 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 so, hey, uh, yeah. I, I think we all see why I had Boo read this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't even read this. Sexy. I don't even read this. <laughs> yeah, this is this has this has quite the uh, uh, quite the power pack behind it. It was uh, uh, sensual, hot, uh, down. You know, I, I can get down with something like this. This is this uh, really works well, oh, yeah. and, uh, and and enjoyed this one. Um, Let's let's get, let me get a comment from Raz first. Raz, what do you think? Raz, do you get down like that? <laughs> yeah, I find what I read here to be of a different type of content than I would say sensuality. I see this metaphor of the blazing desire and to actually correspond with passion. And so you have your blood boiling, and you have the devil in flames, and then you have that question, can you bring out some form of knowledge of truth or even peace within the fact that you're burning alive within that same fire? That's uh, what I'm reading here, a passion. Awesome comments and um, Rack, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I kind of heard I, I, I kind of heard it in Sawa's voice after you called her name, even though Boo read it. So, so, so that that, 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 was, that was weird. But um, yeah, well, I, I, I don't know, I don't know. Sawa has that look to her voice that just is is. It's different, and, and um, you know, I, I'm, I'm susceptible. People put thoughts in my head all the time, so I don't know what that what, what, what that means, but, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my head's broken. But um, uh, the, the, the content was absolutely stunning. It was gorgeous. Um, um, I mean, it, 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 it's passionate. It, it, it's um, intimate. It, it's really, um, you know, she, she – Titled it wonderfully. She 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 gave us exactly what she promised. It was um, the, the desire in it was was evident. It was and, and the emotion behind it, um, you know, is is what fuels um, a write like that. And uh, you know, she, she has all that in her right and more. Um, wonderful job. Yep, it was smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. Uh, boo, Boo, what do you think reading it? Jump in the pool, will you? Huh? What did you say? Boo, what do you think? What? <laughs> boo. What? Yeah. Jay. What do you think? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I think you're something else. I was going to say it sounds like a good night. I'm all about the flames and the fire and the passion and the heat. <laughs> Sign me up, and um, <laughs> just <laughs> little giggler self. Um, I thought it was oh good. <laughs> you have a character. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house though and bring the fire with me. I thought it was very good and, and hot and happy. And you know, you, okay, look at the romance she writes. You know that heavenly angel gets down. So. I'm all about it. Good job. Angel. She's no angel, Jay. 
I wonder what Stella's got to say about this. Stella, I'm going to... Oh, I'm going to start laughing. I heard it before, and I think she's really in love. That's why she's expressing herself in like this. A very passionate and romantic, and I never really saw her acting like this, so sensual, but it's classy, not not bad. I love the <laughs> the lines where she said violence. It's just beautiful, very romantic, and it's um, she just put her heart in everything, and this is also this one. Play, um, like a fine by creating a molten trade of raw emotions, absolutely, and indeed it's a, a bla- I can't even speak, blazing desire. She really showed up. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I think it's time to. Hey, I got to say, it's, I think it's time to start on the audio files, and we're going to start out with Salas. Okay, and and Salas, I saw the title of this. I said, if, if, if you have to be dreaming because no one else is. There you go. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. I love poems. I must be dreaming. Je dois être en train de rêver. You must be dreaming. You said, I need your love. And whatever you'll be, I'll follow you. I must be dreaming. You said, I knew it all along. I saw a flame. You searched for me. I saw the rain. You hold my hand. I picked a flower. You put it in my hair. I must be dreaming. You said you love the way I talk. Wherever you'll be, I'll walk with you. I must be dreaming. You said I love your eyes. They say so much. I closed my eyes. I heard you call my name. I cried. You dried my tears. I smiled. You smiled with me. I must be dreaming. You said I need your love. And... Wherever you'll be, I'll follow you. I must be dreaming. You said I knew it all along. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit j'ai besoin de ton amour. Lieu que tu sois, je te suivrai. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit, je le savais depuis le début. J'ai vu une flamme, tu m'as cherché. J'ai vu la pluie, ma main, tu l'as tenue. J'ai cueilli une fleur dans mes cheveux, tu l'as mise. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit, tu aimes ma façon de parler. Lieu que tu sois, je marcherai à tes côtés. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit, j'aime tes yeux, l'en dis tellement. J'ai fermé les yeux, j'étais entendu appeler mon nom. J'ai pleuré mes larmes, tu les as cessées. J'ai souri, ton sourire a joint mon sourire. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit, j'ai besoin de ton amour. Lieu que tu sois, je te suivrai. Je dois être en train de rêver. Tu as dit, je le savais depuis le début. End of poem. What a what a brilliant brilliant um, take off of um, 
off of a cheap trick there. I did hear the kind kind of in the back of my head the song "The Flame," uh, which is a, a good 1980s hit for them. And uh, yeah, once again, I say, yeah, you, of course you're dreaming, Salva. You always dream. <laughs> you must be dreaming because you always dream. You, you don't stop dreaming, and that that that's Salva there. He is the dreamer. Um, before I get comments for you, I want to welcome to the show um, Sugar Brandy. How you doing? Hey y'all. Hey hey, hey Brandy. Hi. Hey, I'm just. I'm, pardon me, I got, look, I'm I'm in the, indecisive right now. I'm between ice cream and lemonade and medication. <laughs> and well, oh, we'll try to get you in here quick because uh, just in case you got to get. Um, m- m- um, I, must, I ain't going to m- take my medicine yet or whatever. I've been doing good all day. Well, I've been up all day, so. Okay, that's excellent. Let me get some comments for Salwa. And I would love to start out with uh, Raz on this. Raz, what do you think of Salwa's poem? Yeah, I see uh, many elements here to Bebo's music and how she describes the thought of love. I heard you call my name. There's a song, I Call Your Name. And then you have that other line, Wherever you be, I'll follow you. There's a song... By the Beatles, which is I'll follow you one day, and so uh, when you put this all together, it's a, a nice romantic statement on knowing how you and the other person were really always in love, but had never gotten around to saying the words. A, a sweet sentiment expressed with endearing terms. Thank you. I'm actually doing for the song you write. And uh, Rack, what do you think? See, for me, um, the, the beauty of something like this, um, a dream is normally something in, intangible, um, not necessarily something true. But she writes of it like like it's a memory. You know, I must be dreaming. You know, she's she's in disbelief of of her of her good fortune of of the the love that and of, of of everything. Um, that she's going through. So um, she takes it to a different place. Um, the, the word is, is a little misleading in, in, in this context, but it still very much represents the state of, of what's going on. And, and, and she did it in a very beautiful way, um, you know, because um, it, it speaks to her emotion of, of and, and the impact of, of the, um, the experience to her. Uh, beautifully done, so beautifully done. And and um, I, I will follow. Um, is, is a U two song also? Pardon me. Yeah. It is. It is what? Brad mentioned the Beatles. Uh, you mentioned I will song follow. Song by U two. I will follow. Oh, I love that. I oh love oh that yes, song. yes, yes, yes. Thank you. So Thank you. Yes, that's true. Thank you very much for all of you. And uh, Boo, you get the last say on that. That quote was made for you. I think, uh, speak to me like a book. You dream of me how I dream of you. Yeah. I mean, and wherever you go, that's really Man, I just, you know, it's like, you're just like the beacon of light in the middle of chaos and hell, and you still believe, and you keep believing, 
And, I mean, whatever man does get you is so lucky. He should really um, count his stars. He's honestly dreaming. You said you love the way I talk. And wherever you'll be, I'll walk with you. Doesn't that love standing by somebody no matter what? Uh, and he said, I love your eyes. They say so much. Like, when somebody looks at you with love and you see it and you feel it, it's like the best feeling ever. I think you captured it here. And he's got to be coming because I'm dreaming for you too, so... <laughs> Thank, you <so> much. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good one. Good one, lucky one. Love you, and love you my friend. Think positive. Love you. Love you I'll too. marry you, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you're gonna. Have to okay, let's let's. <laughs> I'll I'll take for that. Oh no. You'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> And uh, I want to welcome to the show Azakel. Hello, brother. How are you doing? Still holding up in the hotel. Everything's good. Oh, that's good. I love that. And, and uh, we're, we're, uh, he's got a read and run, so we're going to be putting his poem up next. All right. Thank you. This is Seeking Truth Divine. Oftentimes we have questions needing answer from outside source. I will tell you of truth's destination and help you set the course. First, you must be clear of what it is you are asking to know. I will give you the seeds, but but they require your faith to grow. Go out into public where there will be people that are about. The truth you will find will be unwavering and without doubt. Quiet in your mind, ask yourself the question you seek to know from. Then again, quiet in your mind, think of the possible answers that may come. When you think of the correct answer, you will look upon another as they look upon you. People will behold the truth. Your eyes will connect as synchronicity will show you what's true. End poem. Oh, you are so adorable, Vegan. This is so deep. This is so deep. Uh, Boo, Boo, did you want to chime in first on this one? All weekend he's bringing the spirituality and he's showing himself and putting it out there and expressing what you believe. I think it's beautiful. And I don't know if you just woke up. Did you just wake up? (laughs) Sounds like it. No, I didn't wake up. I've been up all day. Oh, it sounds like you just woke up, which made it even better, you know, for me. But, um... And I thought, fabulous! I will be right back with a better comment in a minute. My screen's frozen, so I'll, I'll come back, Jay. But I thought you did awesome all weekend, really. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Are you awesome, Brandy? What, Brandy? What do you think about this? Um, you know, I sat here and I listened. I read along between, you know, my nephew talking to me and. And listening and reading this and catching up to read, you know, there's a spirituality to it that holds truth within oneself. If you don't know where to find it, then you really, you really got it set, you know, for the next day. You are, you set yourself up for, you know, to find the truth the next day. If you can't find the next day, you'll find it eventually, you know. Okay, okay, thank you. No problem, guys. No problem. 
Mr. Spiritual, uh, there are some people in this world where there's so many different, everyone is different. You're like your writing show again and again that you want to help and you want to guide and you want to um, find, let people find their way in their spiritual, um, in their spiritual life, light. I personally, I agree or disagree because it's really a personal experience for someone to discover this truth. Uh, I, I, that's that's me. I'm not. I'm, I'm, please don't take it in the wrong way, but I understand where you're coming from because you have this love for others and you really want to. Um, this is what you feel like. This is your mission in your life, and that's beautiful. Um, and that's what I see here. Quite the truth you will find. If you can't find it, if you say if it was the seed, I will give you the seed I have, but they require faith to grow. Um, every absolutely every seed has uh, its grow. You have to let it grow, otherwise it dies. Uh, and then if you can't, you have to be around people who are like you, who have uh, faith to really make it grow, because otherwise you lose it. I think that's the message you're trying to say. But you to find the uh, where is it? Quiet in your mind. Ask yourself the question you seek to. To know from then, again, quiet your mind, think of possible answer that may come when you think of the correct. So it's really, at the end, you come back to tell them that it's a, a personal experience at the end. Be quiet and you have to discover it in your own mind and your own self. The people will behold the truth. Your eyes will connect. They think it will show what's true. Um, that's, that's, like again, you people who believe like you, you'll you will see it in them and they will see it in you. I, I, I think that's what I guess. I'm not sure if that's I got right, but that's what I see. Um, I want to interject. First of all, I'm going to make a, 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 a humorous kind of a gag thing. So you could have visited me in the hospital, you know. I was in Richmond. <laughs> I didn't understand. Repeat, please. Visit you in the hospital. What happened? She you moved. okay? Hey, Brandy, she's moved to uh, Pennsylvania now. Oh, poo. No fair. Yeah. Go back down south. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poo. No, I, no yeah. I'm last know anything. Okay. Yeah, are you she okay? Moved you have, are you, she's in the hospital. Are you okay? Yeah, I suffered from two strokes. Oh. oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. I hope you'll be fine. You'll be okay. I'm doing well. I'm getting around without the walker. The walker. I'm walking the walker, not the walker walking me. Okay, that's great. Awesome. Keep being better. All right. Okay, back to uh, me. I'm going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask Rack for his opinion. I really enjoyed that poem, Azekel. Um, I, I the, the message is is beautifully uh, eloquent. The way that you put it. Um, you've got all the elements of, of um, you know, the the Bible, but, you know, reality with the, the, the seeds growing and things like that. Um, and the, the cadence was, was, was flawless, I thought, um, you know, which made it flow even more memorably. Um, it was very well told and very, uh, very eloquent. Beautiful message. Excellent. Boo, do you, you want to add anything to it, or are you just going to comment later for him? Yeah, comment later, sorry. Um, no, no problem. Uh, Boo, Boo is a busy woman. 
All right. Uh, Raz, I'm going to let you have the last comment, and we're going to put your uh, poem up on the board. I want to say hello to Soul, Budo, and Mosh Pit Politics out on, uh, out on the board. Yeah, there's a feeling here of fellowship, sociability, and trying to empathize with the reader onto a level that they know understanding. They know that there's always someone else who has been through the same amount of problems and would like to share good advice on how you can handle those types of situations and not force them to actually hinder your growth, but to progress from there. These are sound words. Interesting comment. Thank you. All right, and Raz, you are on the board. Right. I uh, wrote this poem at the beginning of the month, and it's part of my own uh, inner obligation with LCN that I will only share original material that I don't publish elsewhere on the site for any reasons. So, the poem, (laughs) Sean Hanging. Hang out to the disable of the nanosecond. Advanced science and technology box set necessary. Evacuation premise. Shake, bake, hack, slack, stab. Rebate, Madam Curry, Curry solution. Have on part removal of the admonished testament. Burke, flings, larches. 41,000 B.C. in contrast to 39,000 B.C. The origin to the positivism. Zenodo, ancient librarian, scoring the household budget tab, security uh, concern, the individual pattern would refuse to conform to the databases and archive stores, the whole grain beef feeder plump, alienated from society, not having a real mother and father, handicapped parking sign, the passenger throng continues to run buxious alumni. We refused it would have an opinion and label the symptomatic condition a mental diagnosis. Western civilization scattered vast. Formative multitude wasn't really an original fit of the sizing length and also the big picture. Agrit plucked egret feathers. Gray area, silvery plume, honor sultry decadence. Every architecture structure erected in Hugo philosophy. History in the making affirmed in the casket's poise. Art refracts the cultural heritage and the scientist clipboards. The problem numerical value to universal matter adjuncts is soundproof. Holy in the bag of ear kernel, bootstrapping the hemline, exact setting and trimming, heat signature reading the red and green round ballistic holes. They resisted the light and the balustrade darkness of daylight. The organic synthesis aspired, threaded, with developed harnessing. A denial to the outer meters to be mere external stimuli. Lab leak splurge, the Burgess largest quarter marker. Grizzly and gutting gore bore. Had the old man really been the brown bear? 911 phone blown up on hold. Try the number again. Hang up dial tone. Afraid of being scared or a cold chill up the frozen spine. Board theater was Thursday. The head cook's social order. Withdrawal. 
or dispensing of the marching troops. Hang up. Hang up. I'm home. Mind is blown. I think uh, I think you just uh, exploded a couple of my brain cells there with this piece. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it goes all over the place. You you put so much, and you make us think so much. I, I want to know. I want to know uh, the contrast. What is the contrast between forty one thousand BC to thirty nine thousand BC? I, yes. I want to know. I could point out why I had that fact here, but I don't have <laughs> you know enough time to make annotations for every single verse. What the contrast <laughs> here is that religion was started in the Mesopotamia value of uh, Hebrewism sometime after what you have of 39,000 B.C. and before that, there had been a previous civilization, Babylon, which existed in 42,000 B.C. that had tablets which referred to God prior to what you find of the Hebrew sense of religion and uh, that translation of how it proceeded from there. Oh, that's that's brilliant. That is brilliant. You, the way you tie in history and facts and the way you tie in sci- uh, sciences, I think, is just absolutely stunning. Uh, you, you, you have such a clever way to put everything together, and just, just that simple little fact right there proves that whole my whole uh, thesis behind it, my whole assumption. Amazing, amazing job, Rack. I'm going to start with you. Yeah, I, I love some of the subtleties that, that he uh, includes in a lot of his stuff. Um, one thing he did, um, I, I believe it was probably intentional, in the middle when he was using the bird metaphors and he switched to the military, he was talking about a colonel. You know, Colonel Sanders and, and the bird metaphors, um, I, that, 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 I really appreciated that. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure it was intentional. Um, you, you do have a, a good sense of humor in that regard, I think. Um, you're, you're very clever in, in your rights and, and your social commentary. Um, you always have a very layered piece to take time. It's really hard to, you know, comment out of the gate on something like that. And, um, you know, you do a wonderful job of it. I really appreciate your rights, Raz. This was great. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, holy and... military term. As well as Colonel. Excellent, uh, Brandy. What do you think about that? You know, off the button, I got politics. That's the first word that popped in my head was politics and religion. How they tend to bump heads. Um, <laughs> I caught on to religious fact, you know, real quick too. You know, at, at the reference, and I was like, uh oh, I feel my grandma coming back beating my head in the Bible. Um, but at the same time, I could I could help but hear how society and politics just tend to point, point fingers at each other saying, this person did that and that person did this, but no, there's no meeting of the minds, you know. That's why I got out the whole thing. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find the poem because the one I got is, you know, it's kind of awkward, you know, reading with my father next door. Um, but, yes. 
No problem, no problem. Um, Salwa, what do you think about that? I'm letting you comment last on it. Uh, this is like slightly different. I don't know why I had, um, I really had to read it. I was commenting on the calendar, sorry. But strong hanging, the title, I got caught in the title and stayed there for a little bit. It's like a all strung together and it's hanging. There is no stability when I say hanging. From in my, made me think this way. And it starts with the word hang out, the disciple of the nanosecond. So it's not, um, we talked about time before. I, I mean, there's no, maybe, as you asked this question earlier, you see, maybe it's not really perfect, the timing. I don't know, maybe think this way, when it hangs and it's strings, so it's not, there's no perfection in there, uh, in my mind. <laughs> it's going sometimes crazy places. And then, um, so the accuracy, advanced science and technology box, necessarily a vacation premise. Maybe... Um, so that's why they have to use the science and to be able to get them more accurate, perhaps. Um, I'm, I, I'm just like still kind of thinking about it. And then you move to a lot of things that, as always do, the Western civilization scatter vast formative wasn't really an original fit of this. You, you just, there's an on and on. You go to feathers, like the gray area, silver plum. I I don't know. There's so much. There's ego and there's philosophy. There's history. Um, I think you're questioning the whole the whole universal matter. Uh, how it is how it is um, presented, I guess, by different people, by historians, by philosophers. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not, I would love to hear more about your what you have to say there, but that's what I see. Yeah, so this it's uh, one of those pieces where you process enough information of the world that you just want to hang up the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what the string is about, hanging. I knew there was something about it, but I couldn't touch it. I was like, there's something about this hanging. So I was right, but I didn't know what it was. <laughs> so thank you. Now it makes sense. Thanks, Allah. You're welcome. All right. I think what we'll do next is we'll go with um, we'll go with Marius. And uh, let me play his uh, his uh, audio here. Pasture I lie down. I have peace beside still waters. Only you, no hate around. Love is what love offers. You restore my soul and I found safety under your wings. My tears of happiness I can't control. My heart forever sings. Yes, my pets are now your pets. You walked before, you made a way. You are my friend, our friendship lasts. You're here with me, you're here to stay. I will fear no evil, no, 
when I walk through the dark valleys. In whom I trust, I surely know, you change the desert in green alleys. I feast at your table every day, showers of blessings rain on me. What can I do, what can I say? I will return my love to thee. In green pastures I lie down, I have peace beside still waters, only you. No hate around. Love is what love offers. Wow. Yeah, this is absolutely stunning. You know, it's um, it's uh, absolutely. Um, something that a lot of us, a lot of us know about Psalm 23, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not fear. Um, he leads me by still waters. I, and, and the way that he brings this forward, uh, I think is just um, absolutely beautiful because he, he kind of uh, updates it and kind of creates something that uh, makes it his own. And I think that that is a beautiful, beautiful um, uh, way of doing it by taking a beautiful verse in itself and turning that into something spectacular. I want to say hello to uh, Lizzie and Jask, both both on board now. Good to see them. And let me comments. Comments for Mr. Marius, and I will start with Selwa. Selwa, what do you oh, think? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, because I really love this one. Um, I think for me, I see it as, uh, yes, yeah, you give justice to the person, but also what, how it affects him. What does it really mean to him? Because we can read the chapters of, you know, religion, and, and we just, can read it, but really how we apply it in our life. What does it mean to us? And I think that's what he did here. What does it mean to him? What does it really feel? Or how does it make him feel? I love every word. He restored my soul. Uh, and then in darkness, he will he have no fear from evil. He showed that in even dark valley. Um, and, uh, sh- and he's appreciative of the blessing. Bless- showers of blessing rain on me. What can I do? And after all of this, all this beauty that is blessed upon him, um, he will return this to love, uh, the Almighty. That's so beautiful. And that's what we are here for in this world, to, to show gratitude. And, and, and when, we love, when we love also God, is to, be, to love others, to be kind to nature, when he said the green, to be kind to animals, you know, the whole universe. I love. I really love this. This is universal and and uh, timeless. Very beautifully done. Great comment. And Rack, what do you think? Yeah, it was beautiful. Uh, spiritual. You could. He was touched by the verse, um, and he does a wonderful job conveying that. Um, I, and as you mentioned too, that it feels like a bit of it is, is updated his own personal experience. So um, he, he personalized it a little bit in, in how he wrote it. And, um, you know, it just, it came, it came across uh, touching. 
Wonderful. Um, Boo, what do you think? Boo Boo, are you there? She is still busy. <laughs> Sorry about that. No Go problem. I just, I just had to get off the iPad. Because, yeah, I keep thinking I'm on my phone. But anyway, Marius is made for poetry, the voice, the music, all of it. Just everything. Him and Angel should get together and have a collaboration. <laughs> That's how I do something else. Uh, so romantic and, and just so honest. He puts it out there every time. I mean, he's got to be a snoozer, I'm thinking. You know. And um, my paths are now your path. You walk before, you walk away. You're my friend. Friendship lasts. You're here with me here today. That's what a real friend is about. Um, love is what love offers. That's so true, so catchy. Um, beautiful truth is there, my friend. Wonderful comment. And uh, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, even if I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Excellent. (laughs) Um, Brandy, I'm going to let you have the last say on this, and then we're going to put your uh, poem on the board. Yeah, first you've got to refresh on the topic page. Second, as for the poem itself, you know, there's not too many people out there that knows my favorite Psalms Psalms chapter, much less the verse, so I'm not going there. Um, but at the same time, I I feel in a weird in a weird way I feel more calm about it now. It's just been three months since mom passed, and I feel more at ease about it now. Yeah, the holidays gonna be kind of awkward, but I feel more at ease about it. So thank you for that wonderful poem, sugar. Awesome. And Brandy, I did update, and I got the updated poem for you. <laughs> Not uh, the other right. one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because if we talked about Jack, you know, my father's right next door, and my nephew, now sleeping in the room. My nephew, in the, you know, across the, across the bed, across the room from him. Awkwardness. <laughs> so much awkwardness. All right, let's go. This one is titled, I mean, you love this one, Jay, I believe. It's titled, yes, Even I Love did. Dreams Once in a While. And it goes like this, and it's a vignette. Daydreaming the highs and the lows of this heart, wordless worlds apart. This unforeseen thing called love scattered among the very creases of the soul and I sought for reasons unknown to us. But somehow we <coughs> knew to stay stay. I was so silent as to not disturb the sleep, creeping willows. But even then, our gaze locked into bewildered innocence, lying in between presence within yesterday's of momentary stoppings inside the traverse corner on a dusty lunar cosmos. Daring to, daring to aspire what one would call poetry, musing. Amusing muses collectively tried to seize a, 
a moment's verse alliterational he's in pastoral dirty line parchment and liquid fumbled against lyrical hymns of the good of the good books. Tidings lie in ascendance, defining mementos. Profiles of sunsets soon trickled in in for a brace. Caress endlessly beyond the, that very suspension of dancing fireflies and fairies. At the chiming of nocturne, you as well as I sat slumbering underneath encampments anticipation, repeating phrases, endearments, pausing to see the colors of the wind. Now we've seen all there was to comprehend, only deemed impossible to slumber tonight in poem. Yeah, this is, I, I, I really do like this. The way you crafted this and put this poem together, this is a great vignette. And uh, I really love the way that this is put together. Um, when you taught in the, that first one, you mentioned I and then we. I, I, I love that that uh, dynamic right there because you're actually uh, directing the, the reader of where to go and who to uh, place our feet in. And I really like the way that goes. Um, overall, just the uh, the story that you tell here is just, quite stunning and uh, I love the way that you uh, took this so thank um, you once again amazing job um, we'll start with uh, Raz on the comments Raz what do you think yeah I would underline of all these beautiful verses to which the writer has described that feeling of romanticism and the endless night, what there is of the lines, chiming of nocturne, and repeating phrases, endearments. I think in that sense, we all hear those love whispers when we're closing our eyes to sleep at night. Thank you. And uh, Rack. Um, you, you, this is a very romantic poem. Um, I, I like the way that you uh, you crafted it. Like you mentioned, um, it's worded beautifully, it flows lovely, and um, you know the sentiment and emotion are there. It's a lovely job. Thank you. Wonderful, and I know Sal really wants to comment on this one. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really different, uh, Randy. I really like it. Usually, you write very short brevity. This is um, quite different, and and even love dreams once in a while. It's not you who dreams; it's love that dreams. I love that <laughs> you personified love, um, and uh, they, you take us from one stand, the vignette. I mean, one, two, three, two. It's different places you over to. Um, talking about memories, beginning daydreaming, and you change it to um, yesterday and all the memories. Just uh, we knew to stay ever so silent, there's no disturb the sleep creeping village. But even then, our gaze looked at something from the past within yesterday of momentary stop. And you're thinking sometimes the moment to remember, to enjoy something from the past that brings more, I, I think. Uh, 
kind of connects you to the present, and then you keep dreaming and aspire. It's just beautiful, really beautiful. Uh, and then it goes to nature as it winds, almost like a fairy tale, I think you said, dancing fireflies and fairies with the su- sunset. So romantic. Thank you. So peaceful, uh, like a, a serenity. It gives you serenity at the end. And uh, now we can slumber tonight. I would definitely slumber tonight. So thank you. <laughs> I'm still mad that you moved without telling me. <laughs> all right. That's okay. Oh, we all you were not there. You were not there. I didn't see you for a while. Uh-huh. And I even Blue, you get you get the last say on Brandy's poem. Okay. Uh, I hope I can get off mute. Am I on mute, Jay? You can hear me. No, you. I can uh-huh. hear you. Okay. Oh, good. The end of this. Um, this is really good, Brandy. Like I love the format of it. I love, and it is longer for you, but. I agree with Sal. Um, daydreams, the highs and lows of the heart, wordless worlds apart. That's beautiful. Um, somehow we know to stay ever so silent. It's like you want to be together, but you know that maybe you're not good for each other. And you're, you're looking back at those memories that you wish you could um, revisit again because maybe this person was the epitome of love for you. And isn't love being daring, you know? Daring to aspire what Romans call poetry, musing, music. This deserves a front page. Has it been on the front page? So good. I mean, this is poetry, Brandy. This is really, really great. I mean, embodies love and the good things about love and positive things about love. Really great. If it hasn't been, I'm going to nominate this one. Uh-oh. See, Uh-oh. the ironic thing was I was going to put Epitaph of Jack as the poem. It's yeah, okay, Brandy. Okay. It's okay. They they love this poem. <laughs> it's awesome. And and yeah. I want to I want to I want to preface this next poem by saying that I did hire an investigator, and uh, <laughs> yes, it's true. Boo did write this poem, folks. So Boo, <laughs> um, you you can go ahead and read. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shoot! That's funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. Alright. <laughs> It's called um, Storybook. A garden filled with candlelight, nouns and verbs pirouette in the light, with dreams of magic and cheer in a land where fantasy draws near, where unicorns flutter in midair, fairies shimmer with stardust hair, dragons twirl brazenly in clouded sky, while knights suited stoutly ride by. Grinning trolls and riddles they creep, divert from the overgrown castle's keep, the moon princess softly thrills a serenade, frolics in an open cornfield glade. Mermaids with encrusted cones of stone sit on tufts of a verdant seaweed throne, whispering tales of treasures aglow, buried deep beneath in the sea below. Stars blanket in the velvet overhead as she sits and savors the legends read. The sights found in writings all retold are worth more to her than pirate's gold. End poem. That is so, so thinking outside your comfort zone, this is even funny. Uh, I am glad that uh, you were able to write this for uh, Momo's, uh, one of Momo's contests, and congratulations on the bronze on the contest. That is not easy for you. It's definitely something that that you, that 
I mean, in all the time I've known you, you would never write something like this. So this is an excellent job jumping out of your comfort zone and writing this, boo. So you did an awesome job. Awesome job. No, I don't say no to um, challenge, so she challenged me, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know you don't say no. Hey, hey, Brandy, Brandy, you've known Boo long enough. What do you think about this? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You know what? You trying to give me another. You trying to give me another stroke. First is the guy who don't know who Pink Floyd is now does. Okay, I see. I see y'all. I see how y'all doing. Y'all trying to commit me. <laughs> but seriously. But seriously, I like how you stepped out your comfort zone because normally you, you. This is what I like about this. Normally you read real fast, and you actually took your time with this poem. You really took your time because you could feel. Everything that's going on and you know going on in your head and you know the, the senses are just firing off. Um, but yes, I like how you took this poem and just ran with it, but you read it slow and deliberate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, just for you, Brenda. Oh, I'm special. <laughs> All right. Let me get let me let me get a comment from Rack. Yeah, um, I, I don't know your writing well enough to know why Jay feels it's outside your comfort zone, but um, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I I I I see you know um, the way that you rhyme within this. Um, you know, it's kind of got the the, the boo thumbprints that I more or less recognize, you know, if somebody said it was yours, I wouldn't be like, you know, no way, um, un- unless maybe it's the topic, because uh, I-, I enjoyed yeah. um, the references to the fairy tales, and um, even the-, the-, the literary references in the beginning, too, you, men- you mentioned um, books and and, um, and writing, I think, or, or the pages, um, there was some literary references in the beginning, which, you know, I always love when someone ties that in into the writing, um, but I mean, uh, it, it, it was a beautiful story and, and, and a lovely uh, flow to it and a, and a beautiful ending. Thank you. And uh, Raz, what do you think? Rick. Yeah, this would take even older reader away to when they had been young and were first introduced to literature by children's books. All that's referred to here is a kind of fantasy mindscape where what you dream to be possible has a reality and only years later do you think to yourself where was that how did I ever imagine that could be true oh that's true thank you Ed and last but not least uh, Sawa I think I I, kind of agree with you in this because Boo and fairy tales? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I see, I see the kind of. Um, it's. I, I mean, I was laughing. I had to put myself on mute, laughing. It's beautiful. You, you should do more of this. It's like really reading a story in a fairy tale. I and I like what um, I said. It would be a good for children book. Uh, stars, blankets. It can be also for grown-ups, not only children. A garden filled with candlelight. This is kind of um, almost romantic. You give it a romantic touch. The land where thirsty draws near. 
Um, I was uh, shortly right by swimming through mermaid within. Yes, it is. It is really beautiful. Did you have a dream about it, Boo? <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's, it's a, and what I want to say, what I want to say to everybody is, uh, she does have a link for our YouTube channel on the bottom. Uh, everybody, uh, subscribe, like, and listen, and uh, get notifications. Hit the notification bell on the YouTube uh, links and uh, get get our follows up there. Follow us and uh, and get us up there so so we can start uh, start trending around here. We are also on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you uh, need to listen to us. So definitely check us out. Um, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start going to the audios, and we're going to be playing a bunch of audios in a row here, folks. And we are going to actually start with uh, Mr. Rockin'Tour. So let me go grab yours, Rack. We're going to, like I said, we're going to play a bunch of them in a row. So everybody just sit back, relax, and enjoy these audios, and we'll get comments in between. Um, here we go. Windows to the Soul by Rackenter. Limpid pools of piercing green invading my dreams, reflecting absolute annihilation accompanied by a chorus silent screams shimmering saline soldiers marching relentlessly across an opalescent canvas framing her artificial smile denying anything is amiss recognizing myself in her anguish i can't help but fall if it means accompanying her through life's journey i'm prepared to tear down that wall. Slowly reassembling our broken pieces, occasionally mistaking hers for mine. A vast contradiction of pure and filthy, embraced and entwined. I awake trembling, sheets soaked with cold sweat, confusing dreams with reality, especially when the past is impossible to forget. End poem. Wow. Amazing. That picture right there, those those look like Liv Morgan's uh, eyes. You know, (laughs) I'm pretty positive that that's whose eyes that you took that from. Um, but overall, this piece is just phenomenal. I, you know, the pain, the emotion, the the uh, the feeling within there. You actually bring us on this roller coaster of emotion, and I I I, I just absolutely love how you did that. Um, of course, your voice just absolutely adds to to the whole experience. 
So I think that you, that you just actually just knocked this out of the park. Excellent job, my friend. Um, Raz, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, I see myself relating a bit to the character in this story where when I wake from a unconscious state of sleep, I, I do have the image of someone in mind, and uh, I would choose to forget because I'm reminded of them all the time, and I never saw them again. But, uh, you know, that never lingers on, brother. Thank you. Thanks, Russ. Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, before I get another comment for you, Rack, I want to welcome to the show uh, Laughing Soul. Hello, G. How are you doing? Good morning. Hello. I am just good morning. Good morning, <laughs> Hi, Salva. Hi, Boo. Hi, Rahul. Who else? Yeah, I don't know. I just love you. <laughs> we got Rack and Raz. We got Salwa. We got myself. Hi, we got Brandy here. Brandy's here. Hi, Brandy. So, Hello. I'm eating as, ice cream. As, don't mind me. As a matter of fact, Brandy, yum, yum. I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt uh, Brandy's ice cream by asking her what she thought of Rack's poem. Okay, carry on. Oh. Sorry, I didn't realize I was off of meat. <laughs> I'm smacking my ice cream up against my lips and roof of my mouth. Um, okay. You know, <laughs> I ought to be ashamed of myself. Uh, you know, you know, as I feel like you speak to everybody from the depths of your heart without realizing it. It's one of those knacks you have, whether you realize it or not, you either got it or you don't. And this time, you made me put my ice cream down for crying out loud. So you gagged me on that. Um, but, yes, I, overall, I love the poem. I love the eyes. You know, I took a picture of my nephew's eyes when he was younger, and I posted it here on AP, and everybody went, went practically ape shit over it. Pardon my mouth. Because there was like it creeped them out to the point I didn't realize how creepy it was, so I looked at the picture of myself and it creeped me out. And I'm the one who took the picture. And I was like, Oh my goodness gracious, my nephew's eyes creeped me out just looking into it because 'cause you can see all the innocence there. That's that's what you get, is the innocence. You don't get no hatred, you don't get nothing, you just get the innocence of it all. Back to my ice cream. <laughs> and uh, Boo, what do you think? Well, you know, your oh, your emotion. I sound like a broken record, but it's always just right there. There's no guesswork. You don't have to guess anything. It's just you just lay it there honestly every time. And your voice, oh my God, your voice, you can't help but not listen. I mean, you just make us listen. It's just really soothing and it's poetic. I mean, it's really good. Um, but trying to find where I just lost my page. Where is it, Jay, above the website? I had it, Rack, and then it went away. Yeah, above all the websites, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's my own fault. That's my own fault. <laughs> like what I did. Okay, wait. Uh, I want it. I want. I read it. Obviously. I want to give you a dumb. Hello. 
It's probably on the second page. There we go. No, I see mine. Uh oh. It's right above the shoot, spot myself. Oh, no, no, oh, God. Um, okay, yeah, <laughs> shoot. All right, Jesus, sorry. Oh, I got it, okay. I read it, so I'm going to tell you. Now I'm on the fucking blog talk. Okay, if you need to go to the day, so I can I mean, like, again, I don't feel like an idiot. I, I want to give back to um, my stupid phone. Here, I'll see you on WhatsApp, okay? Yeah, I can't. I can't even see it. Oh wait, there. I think there. My screen. My screen. Okay, there we go. Okay, I read this one before, anyway. So, um, but still, I mean, I got, I got you. I, I was more uh, because. Oh yeah. Okay. Liquid was full of piercing dreams, invading my dreams. You get this one on the front page. I think you might have right. Recognizing myself and her anguish. Wow, that's deep. Uh, accompanying herself to the journey. It's, to me, it's someone's broken, but also someone who <coughs> loves, loves somebody that much that they're willing to loan them their eyes or their chin or their heart or whatever it may be. Contradiction seems pure and filthy. Um, well, this is a dream, obviously, right? But this is probably reality, close to the reality I think for you. Experience existing in the past possible to forget. I mean, you love somebody that much, you never forget. And, uh, you know what that looks like, kind of? That looks kind of like Liv Tyler. That's what I saying? said. I meant Liv Tyler. That's what I meant. I meant Liv Tyler. Yes. Yeah. It looked exactly <laughs> like that. It does. I don't know if that is if she has green eyes, but still. Yeah. Great job, uh, Rath. I think it's You're when so she was... Uh, when she was uh, with Lord of the Rings, she uh, she put in green contacts, didn't she? Maybe. Gargio. Uh, yeah. Rex is kind of when he reads, you can listen to it all day. You know, you're like, read another one, read another one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, and uh, Gee, what do you think about uh, Rex Rex poem? Rax, why didn't you read something yesterday? You know, this would have been a beautiful piece for that as well for your show. Yeah. And uh, you've chosen green, you know, the green color. Okay, fine. It does resemble nature. But again, you know, you can't trust those eyes. And so you're going to wake up in cold sweats, change the color of the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I love the imagery which flows with so much of emotion, especially the first line, limpid tools of piercing green, and the entire poem is so piercing and so heartfelt, the last verse, you know. Uh, I think uh, I didn't hear you, so I'll play the audio later, but um, very heartfelt uh, poem. Thanks, Chief. Excellent. And what we're going to do next is we're going to continue on with our audios. And uh, we got. Can I comment, Chief? Oh, yeah. I I guess if you want to, (laughs) Salva. I'll stop Billy again. Salva. I think Raconteur had a crush on what's her name, the actor, um, and had a dream about. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing her. I told him I'm going to get you. <laughs> about Ben, but no, really, it's, it's this poem. I agree with Boo. It's very um, peaceful and serene as you're reading and uh, captivate us. But 
this is like uh, you show what love is really about. You will walk, you what you said, you would see the wall and um, would be there on her side the whole journey. It just and her anguish becomes like both of you broken, recognize how I love this one too, slowly resembling our broken pieces um, and occasionally confusing her with mine because you're become part of you. I, I think this is really beautiful and show your heart and and um, just the way you read it is really beautiful. Very romantic, passionate, and uh, emotive. Excellent. Excellent. It's time for a musical interlude, folks. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this collaboration between Angel and Budo. So here we go. When I'm with you, I feel I can fly. A journey does begin. Touch of your hand. One simple kiss leads me riding high. That look in your eyes is just for me.
man, who doesn't want to fly after that one? I want, I want to fly. I want to fly. Come on, let's all, let's all, let's all get our wings and fly away, folks. I love this. What a great, great uh, little song. Great lyrics, Angel. Great uh, composition, Budo. This was just absolutely wonderful. I, I love the feel to it. Um, it was a nice little break for everything, but it still was uh, absolutely perfect. I, 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 I loved it. Um, let me get uh, start with uh, Rack on this one. Rack, what do you think? Yeah, um, you know, Buddha does an amazing job, um, whether it's his lyrics or someone else's. That the music fits beautifully. That the, the lyrics flow wonderfully. Um, the song, the the, the story, it, it, fantastic. I mean, it, it could very easily have been a commercial piece. You know, he was covering for, for uh, rather than an, an original. Um, you know, his work is impeccable. Like that. I really enjoyed it. I agree a hundred percent. And Salwa, what do you think on this one? That's so funny. You said flying. I heard this. This um, one a year ago, and exactly that's what I said. That's so funny. The lyrics are so sentimental and romantic, and I feel like flying. <laughs> it really made you feel like you want to fly. It's just beautifully done. Um, and hearing again, I feel like again when I like flying. It's just so beautiful. Actually, like the repetition of I feel I can fly, and then where is it? Um, come fly with me. Just it's really gorgeous. So romantic and give you hope. You give me hope in times of pain when I can breathe and live again. That's what love does. I owe you this, all this that I am to give it to you. It's all for you. I mean, she's a, she's just very romantic, really queen of romance. And when he did the achieve it beautifully, uh, the the way he sang it, just incredible match collaboration. So thank you for this treat. Excellent. And Raz, what do you think? Yeah, I hear an extremely talented musician by Budo. He could definitely sell, I believe, somewhere in a contemporary adult, the kind of mastering he does with the tracks. They're folky, bluesy, and yet modern. At the same time, the subject matter always reflects upon relationships and what it's like when you try to make it work. And usually it doesn't really turn out your way. And, um, G, what do you think? Wow, this was like uh, the best uh thing to start my day with you know what a sink i just love the uh, lightness in the lyrics in his voice and the music you know uh, every line is uh, so beautiful you know uh, all the senses that go berserk when you're in love he's got them here you know both of them they've got them here so beautifully like um, you know a journey does begin with the touch of your hand and one simple kiss leaves me riding high so we are like riding we are flying we are this poem is so beautiful when i can't breathe i live again wow i just loved it i'm saving this you guys rock 
I and and Brandy, what do you think? You know what? The first thing that popped in my head was um, bluegrass. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Y'all talk about folksy and country, and I got bluegrass. It it's weird to say it, but that's what it felt like to me. I love the lyrics, "Let Our Hearts Fly." You know, I can do that in about five minutes. In in a few minutes, I'm gonna let my head fly. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's something about this that has a deeper meaning. So I can't put my finger on it, but it's it's basically saying. Hey, look, you know, I'm here, you're here. Let's make let's be at let's be as one. If that makes sense with everybody. Yeah. Oh, bye Rat. Bye Rat people. Good night. All right. And all that stuff. But yes, I think <laughs> But I'm gonna go ahead and say the same thing. I'm gonna tap out and try to get some sleep. I got a long day tomorrow with people coming to see me and all this stuff. fog creeps along, the air fills smoldering ashes that burns through flesh, leaving bones blackened and petrified. Through the mist they tune is heard, a requiem carried upon softening clouds. Like a plague it swarms overhead, bodies crumbling into dead salt rain. Catastrophic mechanics wielded by hands crafted for death and mayhem. Whistling above, throbbing with a bang. Trenches now graves and playgrounds lay leveled. As the sky weeps and poison, 
Death sweeps in, feast upon misfortune. The dead lay wayside in heaps of burnt crispy flakes. Well, well, the way I see this is uh, I look at that picture, and it reminds me of the first boots that I had when I first went into the military. And this whole thing kind of reminds me of of the war and how war has advanced, quote-unquote advanced, in technology. And uh, that third stanza really got to me, catastrophic mechanics wielded by hands, crafted for death and mayhem, whistling above, dropping with a bang. And that's what happens. And if you don't know what happens is uh, when a mortar or a rocket comes towards you and it's within your vicinity, all you hear is a whistle and suction and all the air is just sucked out of the, out of, um, the location. And you just hear that whistle and that's when you have to start praying and you have, you, it's almost too late to take cover at that moment. And that right there is a powerful um, depiction of war and what happens within war. And I think that uh, she has grasped a hold of it, even though she has not been within that scenario herself. And uh, very powerful, very, very powerful. Um, Raz, what do you think about this? Yeah, I definitely notice a bit of contrast here with what there is to the realities of war. And uh, one of the most saddening facts is chemical warfare there at, at the ending stanza where you have, as the sky weeps its poison, death sweeps into feast upon misfortune, the deadly wayside and heaps of burnt crispy flakes. And uh, that shows the demonstration since World War One of uh, the usage of chemical warfare in order to eliminate any kind of stance of defense there is from the enemy and their own positioning. You also have this in the tactic of scorched earth where there's literally the bombardment of any form of resource that is in the enemy side that they're willing to just torch it. They would do this tactic during World War II, and it's forbidden now by international law. Burn down cities nearly, not just uh, parts or bases that were pertaining with the military. Great comment. Great comment. And, uh, Salwa, I know you are, you have a... Uh, a opinion on war and how do how do you how do you think that this poem grabbed a hold of it? Remind me of this movie, Turtles Can Fly. I don't know if anyone's seen it. It's about this exactly the how um, like the little like posing coming from the 
there are, you're right, Raj, that we're not supposed to use it, but some countries use it, unfortunately, like uh, in Iraq, against the Kurds, used in the 90s. And uh, there is atrocity of picture I could not, I, I can't even see it. It's, it is horrible. She really caught this uh, atrocity in particular. I, I, that's why my mind went there. As the sky weeps its poison, uh, death sweeps and defeats from uh, misfortune. Her imagery are so powerful that it's like you can you can see it, you can uh, you can feel it, and the darkness of the clouds and how the plague bodies crumbling into dead salt grain. It's just uh, it is horrible. I really, I hate wars. I'm against wars, and unfortunately, it happens. And that's that's make me really sad. And uh, really well. awesome comment. Uh, Gee, what do you think? Quite a stark imagery, you know. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Absolutely perfectly. Uh, I know, uh, well, uh, you know, you, you all are uh, talking about war over here, but, uh, you know, uh, the sky weeps poison. I think she summed up the image perfectly with her title. And, uh, yeah, right, you know, uh, the way she's mentioned uh, every single detail, it does take us to the uh, starkness of a war scene, but I also feel that somewhere, you know, emotional trauma leaves us the same way. You know, fear, especially fear, it sucks the air out of us. And, um, you know, for for moments like of, um, you know, uh, at least for quite some time, we are left in smoldering ambers, you know, piercing our skin. My gosh, it's so powerfully worded. The last line and heaps of burnt crispy flakes. What a stark imagery, and uh, yeah, I think justice done to the image and to the uh, 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 what she's been trying to convey is perfect. You don't need to really uh, well deep into the uh, words; they are right there on your face, uh, petrifying you. You know, so excellent, excellent, uh, uh, excellent word of uh, fear and uh, war all blended together perfectly. Great comment. Wonderful. And Boo, do you have a comment on this one? I mean, on this one is the crispy flakes. It's just like so raw and you can say gross, you know, and you could see it. I noticed lately she thinks she's trying to get more out of the box. She's writing more like about issues and nature and history and I think it works for her. She's going shorter too. Um, which I think is oppressive. And I agree with everybody else. Um the the, the picture alone is like, whoa, that's the boots and then the crow or the that's really trippy. And wonder how many soldiers have died from like chemical warfare. I always go back to that stupid orange cloud you told me about so long ago and <laughs> the way you described it was just so I can't imagine being stuck in anything like that. Terrible, and her words are so great. A sickening fog creeps along the air filled with smoldering ashes, and it burns through flesh. You just like I feel it burning on me when I'm even when I'm just reading it. Uh, really great, Rosie. This is what you're known for. All right. Up next, we have uh, Jazz Garen. 
Jack with a prelude to Beethoven's symphony. So let's... Our hero, Jack. Yes, absolutely. Superhero right here. Out of it and uh, let the music keep uh, playing. Uh, 
Oh gosh, I can go on forget. Just Karan, you mm-hmm. rock, uh, boy. You know we're going to. Uh, I think I'm going to. Put I know. Does he as... get it or what? So he just gets <laughs> it, doesn't he? For his age, he's very, very wise. I agree. You know. He... Yeah, you know, uh, uh, Boo, we all glorify pain like, uh, you know, I'm talking about emotional pain. We don't, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I feel it's so crap uh, when you compare it with physical pain. I mean, just hold your breath for two minutes and you'll know what I'm saying. You know, nothing can Mm -hmm. beat when you are in physical pain. That's the highest level of uh, trauma you can face. You know, emotional pain still finds uh, solace in different things but uh, for this boy to uh, you know uh, talk with so much of positivity with what all he has uh, you know faced it's amazing it's amazing he's a living inspiration and uh, yeah you know so life is a musical orchestra and I think we need to learn to dance even if we falter in steps and this is what he's saying it's beautiful Mm-hmm. And Sawa. Oh, I, I, I agree with you. You just said it beautifully. I just love his writing. It really takes me every time when I read uh, being, um, it just takes you to a place of uh, serenity. You don't want to, you, you want to stay there. Um, his attitude about life. And I love the same lines. Every person is measured by the harmony produced in the heart. And it's, if that match. Because really the heart, I, I used to say this to my students all the time. I say you can be the most educated person, the most intelligent, the most, uh, like have the most power in the world. But if you don't have a heart, you're going to achieve nothing and you're going to go reach. You're not going to be happy at the end. There's no way. If your heart is not, uh, like find peace in your heart and love and spread it to others, you will never find, you'll never be content. And that's exactly what he's saying here. And you love that. Then, then life becomes a symphony. You enjoy every drum, every beat of it, even though that you know it has its ups and downs. Because it's really it's you who decides how to take it. That's I just love his writing. I really appreciate it. Unfortunately, I'm blocked uh, for seven days, so I can't go anywhere. Oh, no problem, no problem. Um, before I get another comment, for, yeah, before I get another comment for, she's blocked from uh, from uh, giving uh, front page recommendations. She you give oh, too many of them down. What an achievement, Salva! Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And before I get one more comment, I want to welcome to the show Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Hi. Ooh, more music, more music. Hello. <laughs> more music. Yes, it will be coming up. Yes, we've got some great, uh, we got a lot of audio coming up here, folks. But uh, <laughs> first of all, we are going to ask Raz what uh, he thought of Jeff's poem. Yeah, it had me thinking of Clockwork Orange. You have Alex. He was obsessed with Beethoven, and that had been a, a crucial part of the character. And uh, I believe had there been anything that motivated him out of that life of uh, gangsters and different types of uh, criminal violence in British society, it would have to be knowing that... Uh, what there is of rules 
with geniuses is that they try and comply with the law. So I see Beethoven playing a great part in Alex's rehabilitation process after that incident of uh, trying to murder that woman with Gilda in the Kubrick film. <laughs> All right. And Booth, you get the final say. I'm letting Boo have the final scene. She doesn't even want to say anything. Boo, where'd you go? <laughs> wrong wrong device, cool. Boo. No, <laughs> she she jumped from device to device. <laughs> She's tripping again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh well. I know she absolutely loved it. She 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 just went off uh, and said thanks for writing for me. Uh, Jazz got on the board. So we have a new voice to hear, guys. Are you ready for this? We are. We have an audio all the way from Indonesia from oh, yeah. Isabel. I knew. So here we here we go. Angelic dungeon. Moments after sitting in complete silence. Faith hang in the balance. Human veneers dinging dead in. Dark night of the soul passes by. How exactly you decide to fall for somebody? It isn't a love story, one which lies. Although the pretends the villain meal. It's the plunge needs to be transcribed, the kinds that heaven won't prescribe. Was the road nearby, which any pedestrian crosses, is the loneliest part of this nosedive. Every step they take, a thousand years of complete isolation. It leaves me panting and somber when I used to be like Lucifer. He took a long drag from his sagger, those same tormenting chromatic eyes. Staring stigmatizing mine, I permitted to love this man till beads of condensation drip from. It's a certain type of ache that rustled in extirpates. Christian tenets spake in my wake. Horror clouded voice as wings turned to draws. Fear held steady as wings. Hearts faintly slowing. Smoke of black communion. Hold out freckles of regret, littered Satan's confession, raveling the alcove of my skin. I was, was an angel. Now as I look upon the stars, they shine wistfully. Hope God forgives me, cause every time that I blink, a collection of pristine, pulverized halo was a death row now of dearth sentence. I'm among the damned of Dirzerima dances. Oh, wow, man. this is yeah, this is quite powerful. We're we're talking right now about a fallen angel, and um, the uh, the curse of the angel as they they walk the earth um, in damnation. 
just such a powerful, powerful storytelling. And, and I love the way that she brought it forward. Um, just a brilliant read. So emotional. So emotional. I, I really, really enjoyed the way that she brought this forward. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Raz, I'm going to let you have the first day on this. Yeah, I uh, met this particular writer when I first came to the site. There had been no one else of whom I would uh, talk that had been in the chat rooms, and then later I learned about the groups and these radio shows uh, a month or a week time. I've been on now for over a year, so uh, it's interesting to now see her here on the show, what she presented had a question there in the annotation notes. Is she really referring to a fallen angel? And so I find this to be a poem more on sexuality and morality. Do you question it from the standpoint that it's a carnal sin to have sex a couple of times? Or is that really another part of human behaviorism that we have those extensions in our relationships and sometimes you find the right person and it's one where attraction is sexual. So by an angelic dungeon, it's a a kind of play of psychology versus religion. Ooh, that's deep. Great, great comment there. Uh, Rebecca, what do you think about it? Rebecca, are you on mute? I I am. I was steadily talking and on mute. Uh, um, I was just <laughs> gonna say, wow. Um, it uh, I kind of got the same kind of vibe that it's not necessarily just about spirituality and a fallen angel, but like you know about a sensual thing of you know meeting somebody and and you know falling in love with them, but yet being uh, you know plagued by by faith and, and, you know, and feeling like it's wrong, you know. Um, and Maybe like an affair with a priest, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, I, that, that would do it. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah? Um, wow. Um <laughs> That threw me. That's quite a visual. Um, Down, too. There was a lot of... <laughs> there was a lot of very interesting word choices, like, uh, you know, pristine, pulverized halo. Um, just, wow, that's just an amazing visual. Hers Rima tenses. It's like, there's so many. I can't, like, pick them all, but, like, just it really stood out, and, and the way she described it, and then you know, also the tone of her voice and the way she was, you know, uh, she kind of had some depth in the way she was speaking it as well, Um, especially when she said something about how, um, where is it, Uh, it's a certain type of ache that rustles and extirpates Christian tenants' plague in my wake, Um, and just 
uh, I could tell like there was a shift in the way you know her voice um, and, and wavered in a few spots like intentionally. It seemed very intentional. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Wonderful comment Sorry, that, there. The uh, yeah. <laughs> the priest comment threw me for a loop there. I. <laughs> no problem, no problem. We'll we'll let Boo speak now. Boo, you you, you can come out of your corner. Sorry, I didn't mess with you, Rebecca. I didn't mean to mess with your train of thought, Rebecca. But no, you know what no, came to okay. my was the Soren Birds. Have you guys ever seen that? Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it or heard of it, but it's it's about that. It's about priest who falls in love. With, it's a great movie. My mom used to love the movie. It's kind of cheesy, but uh, it's definitely. <laughs> But um, I never. I, I her accent was beautiful. I mean, I was like, since she started, I was like, whoa, you know, kind of remind me of Bella a little bit. Then the name. Yes, too. yes, yes, yes. It really remind me of Bella too, truly. Me too. <laughs> yeah, when when truly. she joined, yeah. I was like, yay. You know. Yes, really I'm bad. It truly remind me of Bella. Yeah, miss you, Bella. I love you. And um. Yeah, it's almost like that edge, like Rebecca said, like it's just teetering on wanting to do something bad. There's an angel devil on your shoulder. She's torn to it. Oh, we've all been there. I mean, not with the priest, I hope. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, this, yeah, really. I was reading some of her stuff lately. She's pretty young. And she's very good, very deep, and I thought it was introspective and intelligent, too. And, uh, yeah, really, really good. Interesting. You can see more, Jay. Have to get her to call. All right. Where's she okay. lives She's from Indonesia. Can I? Oh, okay. Can I call? In Sawa. Sawa. Yes, I was going to call on you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. You, thank you. <laughs> I, 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 been, I mean, I've been processing your thoughts and my thoughts from the beginning where it took me. For some reason, I feel like this is almost like a confessional ride where she really there is repentance. Um, because she say moments after sitting in complete silence, faith hang in the balance, human winners zinging, the dark night of the soul passes by, how exactly you decide to fall for somebody. It's like almost uh, that person is a bad influence on her. She compare him to Lucifer. Uh, I used to make her become like Lucifer, as you said. I don't know, just what I see. He took a long drag from her cigarette, those same torment, chromatic eyes staring Stigmatized mind, attempted to love this man, this beat of, of condensation, and she move on after that to awaken my wake, horror, clouded voice. It's like almost awakening voice and smoke and fear, and it's like almost watching a movie. Really, that's why she said, "Dungeon Angel." She was an angel, and she she that fall into this dungeon because of this love. Uh, and uh, as she said it at the end, I was once an angel. Now as I took upon the stars, they shine mostly. I hope God forgive me, because every time that I blink, recollection, Christine put the hello, or did that. Oh, this has really moved me deeply. Uh, just to feel the genuinity in her voice and the sincerity. Um, just, uh, it is so an And remind me, remind me of uh, Bella right away from the first yes. word on the title, and her just incredible. Uh, so that's, this is really a great ride. Beautiful ride. And it's, it's sometimes we judge ourselves. I feel like God forgive everything. That's what I would say. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, just God forgive everything. 
we do in this world as long as we stand here in this repentance. That's what I can say. All right. From here, we are going to go to a little bit of Rob. So sit back and relax, and here we go. Woohoo! I think, therefore, I'm sad. Nietzsche. Sunday school filled my head with oral lessons and this trinity of mistranslated, divorce-appropriated, coin toss of literal, parable, metaphysical, megabit wisdom commanded that. Bible speak equated wages translated to tithes. Cannibalism is kosher when labelled as bread and wine. Genesis days count light years on the hour hand. Stone Age Fred, do you understand? Tripolar God is not dead. Instead, we should consider the unholy possibility that the sleepy Godhead overslept. Perhaps woke up on the wrong side of his fluffy, cloudy, postropedic bed. And when they then tuned in and turned on reality TV, sees team losing with six million dead, went back to bed. Heidegger. I failed to see the comedy in Carl's error. Absurdism marks that manifesto, which found a way to leap forward along the long and winding wall before it wound up in Chairman Mao's backward pause, feeding war and the liberation of starvation. Camus, stranger than the eccentric genius of the other Albers, is a list of questions I've developed, plaguing me since I decided to delay death for another day and parked at the summit of this bemusement roller coaster, perhaps mistaken for admiration, centered on the face of a dung beetle rolling stone, who outdid and outlived the roaches and even Richards. Simple conclusion from Eastern Confucius confusion across the River Jordan to Western Peterson postmodernism. Philosophy gives me existential depression. This is deep. I think um, those those highlighted words right there, simple conclusion philosophy gives me existential depression. Um, Just uh, bottom line, you know, with the the world as it is. Um, I I thought it was quite humorous the way he put the fate of a dung beetle rolling stone who outdid and outlived the roaches and even Richards. I don't think anything's going to outlive Keith Richards. I don't know. Um, but this is quite the piece right here. I, 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 I like it in the fact uh, of how he does mix in all of the, those, um, those philosophies and how, how they, they, um, they go into the way he's thinking and the way, the way it kind of depresses him because that's kind of, that's kind of what, um, unfortunately, some philosophies will do. Uh, when they look at the world in a certain light, that certain light becomes um, uh, more of a, a darkened uh, a darkened hallway than a light itself. Um, this is a perfect time to get a uh, comment from Raz. Raz, please, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I see the title of the poem I think therefore I'm sad is 
a kind of uh, modism out of Rene Descartes, I think, therefore I am. So he progresses from there of what we've come to learn based on extremely great philosophers like Cambus and Heidegger. And there's that sense, uh, starting with Nietzsche, that uh, what we believe of Christian morality, how he discusses it in Beyond Good and Evil, is one that the masses only pretend to be moral to a certain extent, but it is not, in fact, true of uh, how society behaves when uh, not confronted on a mass scale level. And Nietzsche, by himself, could all but be the author of World War II because Adolf Hitler was a great reader of that very philosopher. As you move on to Hadegger, you know, he's questioning how much more do we know of physics when anyone could just simply stare at, at the world and uh, assume that there would be some answer by now from that subject that would cure such problems as world hunger or this uh, insistent and irrational need for war. And so finally there's Camus and there you have what one would consider classical philosophy, uh, the very basics of the elemental table, how it applies to the exact knowledge of nature being transformed into science. And so if uh, that one uh, bug can survive World War III, that doesn't mean that the satellites in space, which won't feel any form of damage from those nuclear missiles, are not going to go on playing the Rolling Stones. Time is on my side. Uh, it mm-hmm. does leave someone, you know, as depressed as this writer is suggesting. Excellent, excellent comment. And before I get another comment, I want to welcome uh, Wayne. Wayne, what are you hey, doing? Girl. Hey, Wayne. Oh man, I just got, just got off, uh, just got signed off of my Wayne, chest. Wayne, miss you, uh, Wayne. Hello, Wayne. Doing best I can. They're, they're making me do all kinds of junk, but I just, I just made an eighty-nine on my chest. Making and you work. That one. Damn. Oh, you know, I had the Monday to get done. I had to get done before Monday, and I put it off two days, so I had to brush up this afternoon. I've been partying too much, so it's part oh. of life. Yeah. So, how y'all doing? Oh well. Oh Hello, well. Fine. Uh, let me, I'm get, Let me get some more comments for Rob. Um, let me go to um, Rebecca. Rebecca, what do you think of that poem? Oh wow. Um, I like the way. Can you hear me? I'm not on mute. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Uh, the way you know he had it separated with each philosopher and kind of you know his. Uh, summarization of like their take on um, on the world around them and uh, especially the whole the title there I think therefore I'm sad and then those bolded words of you know uh, simple conclusion philosophy gives me existential depression I mean uh, it's very easy you know if you just look at the world to get depressed I mean it it is definitely not a uh, a happy thing to look at 
with everything that happens and is going on. So, um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, especially the way you kind of got the text, uh, formatted as well. That's really interesting. Um, and it kind of draws your attention to, uh, different lines, uh, uh, I, I especially liked, you know, in this trinity of mistranslated, divorce appropriated, coin toss of literal parable, um, and megabit wisdom, you know, that uh, that resonates, you know, so often you see people that use things like that to uh, scream from the rooftops about, you know, how they think things should be, and um, yet on the other side of the coin, they're doing all these other things that are just completely the opposite of what they're <laughs> claiming um, to be against. And so it, it was, there's a lot of truth in this. Excellent. Excellent comment. Uh, Selwa, what do you think? This is again, um, a, a reflection of how his mind work <laughs> and it's uh, astonishing I think even from the end if you read the ending simple conclusion from eastern Confucius to Confu- uh, Conf- uh, confusion across the river Jordan to western Peterson postmodernism philosophy gives me existential depression and I think this is like a, almost a, a, in an ironic way the way he put it here um, conf- confesses confusion across the river Jordan uh, so, uh, and then he, we, if you go from the beginning, it's really I think his take on each one of them, how how he made they, they make him think of what when he read them, when Sunday school fill my head with oral lessons and where it takes him, and uh, for each one of them, and then he make him ask questions. Stone Age tried to understand. God is not dead. Instead, we should consider the holy possibility. Because when you read philosophy, it really makes you start doubting. Uh, I mean, I stopped reading it for a period of time because it really makes you, you can. If you don't have a very strong faith, it will really make you doubt who's God and question the existence and on and on and on. So that's why he said, I like how he said, gives me exempt. I think this is uh, brilliant. Existentialism, sorry, I don't know how to say it in English, existential depression about our existence. I think it's, I, I, he's been ironic here. Uh, and then plaguing me, after plaguing me since I decided to delay that for another day. <laughs> uh, this is brilliant, really brilliant. Uh, that's, that's a very brilliant word. And Boo, you get the last say on this. Yeah, oh, I, mean, I agree with everybody. I see a little bit different, like the title, I think. Um, you know, it's like kind of like we're so brainwashed by the media and by everybody else's opinion and by what everybody else wants us to be that God forbid if you think, God forbid if you too much or, or you actually have an opinion. Um, that's not really accepted either. I agree with Rebecca, too. Those people that say they stand for something but really stand for nothing. And... He's always trying to find out the answers. He's pondering why all day long. <laughs> and uh, maybe more of us should do that. Think think about what's going on instead of just accepting it and not seeing it and turning a blind eye. Um, I thought it was thought-provoking and beautifully written. And, and easy to understand this time. 
All right. And uh, here we go. We're going to play a little Laughing Soul next. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Final Motley, a poem by Laughing Soul. May night fall softly on my cushioned windowsill, and may I bed a dew like a bird song true on the wings of an autumn breeze. May hearts of lovers dance to the music of my quill, and may I bid adieu like the wisteria blue, leaving behind fragrance dulcet. When twilight plays its final motley, kaleidoscopic reveries on canvas spill, and may I bid adieu like a painter strokes champagne use, like a silhouette of the full moon, like the silent murmur of a snowflake rill, like a baruch smile, a pride walking down the aisle, and may night fall softly on my cushioned windowsill and poem. Yikes. Wow, this is this is absolutely gorgeous. I think one one part I really really like about it is when I used to live down in North Carolina, I had wisteria vines in my backyard, and they have some of the most beautiful blue flowers of any flowers in the world. And to add that in there, I, I like that. May hearts of lovers dance to the music of my quill, and may I bid adieu like the wisteria blue, leaving behind fragrant dulcet. And uh, what is also amazing is this, the fragrance of wisteria as well. It is just absolutely a gorgeous scent. Uh, this whole piece is just uh, magnificent and flowing and soft and romantic, and I think it just is absolutely wonderful. So let me get some comments. Um, let me start with Wayne. Wayne, what did you think about this? Well, I said, uh, uh, I feel fine. I can't believe we've been dating now for over two months. I love the gal. <laughs> It's great. <laughs> great. It's a great poem. It's a great poem. Wonderfully read. Music is soft. The words are excellent, and I, I love this poem. And I love the girl. Great job. <laughs> Get in line, buddy. Get in line. <laughs> and Rebecca, what do you think? Wow, I uh, I, I loved her voice and just everything about it. There was Rebecca kind of loved a, you too. Uh, a music vibe to like her voice and the way she uh, said it through the uh, with the music and stuff. Like I almost feel like I could put that on and and go lay down and 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 and, and, and she'd be um, you know whispering in my ear while I go to sleep. Um, and uh, was, yeah, right. No, yeah. <laughs> um, just beautiful. Um, just. just so much beauty here, like the champagne hues. Um, you know, I love the the wisteria blue. I've never seen wisteria or smelled it, but um, she has enough here, like as a visual, that it's um, 
it was very easy to like picture that. Um, and, and I like the way she said, and may I bid adieu. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Sound of Music, but kind of reminded me of the song uh, that they sing at the end, you know, um, where they, they bid adieu because they're going to bed. And oh yeah, reminded me of Idol that. Voice? Yes, yes, yes. Um, that re- repeated line reminded me of that from the Sound of Music. Awesome. I love the Sound of Music. Awesome. Sella, what do you think? Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. I got dropped and I back. This is uh, like uh, outstanding, exquisite piece. Really, she just have. Um, a way of putting her emotion and passion and so delicate, really very te- delicate and tender. And a classic touch in here with the, with the May, 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 really give it a classic touch. And so, uh, and talking about Dreamer, <laughs> call me the Dreamer. This is, a, this is like a, a chanteresse itself. When the light lays in silent, uh, ca- ca- I can't even read, Reverie, on campus, but definitely you still hear Ravery. And uh, May Hearts of Lovers and the music of my queen. And May I Bid Up You. This is just gorgeous. <laughs> Heart melting. Like uh, she wakes up so many um, softly feelings and sensations, very gently and very softly. Like dulcet and fall softly. Definitely, I just love it. Uh, as always, her writing is uh, captivating. And, and Raz, reading and everything. You... Sorry. Don't be sorry. Mm. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, Dutch paintings from the 1800. There's a bit of Rembrandt here on the delicate touches of which uh, the artist has played upon sketching of what they uh, perceive to be a truly romantic and yet sociable scene from uh, that sense of wisteria blue up to the ending of what you could imagine of some kind of uh, Burgoyne and uh, midterm life in uh, any form of uh, Amsterdam where at night you light a lamp and stare from that uh, cushion windowsill into the town below. Cool. And Boo, you get last say on it. She's on fire this week. Every single poem of hers, hers this week has been incredible. <laughs> and this is the same. The passion in this, the way that her voice is, I agree with Rebecca. Some whisper in your ear and and she loves poetry, and it's obvious in, in her words. And, you know, uh, 12 days ago, I was wondering how much you wrote it. It's, it's just, we're just, to my heart of lovers dance to the music of my quill, and may I be a view, like, serious. It's, it's a romantic, and she has memories, and then she's hoping of the future, too. Um, she's saying goodbye, maybe, to hurt, and maybe she's moving on to happiness or something happy. Um... Yeah, I'm with Sawa. I mean, you knocked out of the park all week, and I can see why Wayne loves you. Fantastic, Mom. Yeah, <laughs> just love, all around love. That's what you've given us all week, you know. 
She doesn't wear her heart. She wears her heart out there. You got to give her credit for having the nerve. I do. All right. Now, where I'm going to go from here is I'm going to read my piece. And I want to preface this by saying that um, this was a contest. And the uh, title is When I Think I Can't Make It, Something Gives Me Strength. That was the Uh-oh. title we were required to use for the contest. And that was the picture for the contest. So those were the two things that you had to use for the contest. And it goes oh. like this. Title swells paint the thousand sunsets, lacerating stripes of cardiac flesh squatting neath the splintered ribs. Bluffs drown the topaz sparkle, snuffing the blistered clouds found in the nightmare scream. Shell-shocked soldier pants tween shots, wailing the crescendoed aches in the allegrissimo pulse tempos. The ADHD spider and the water spout sands to see the glimmer of dog tags hanging windless from a battlefield cross. Desert stains, sandalwood boots stood in the cemetery belly of the coolie's mossy dip. Genesis arose in the iris of the dawn, ascending past the hip curves, twisting through the hillside trees. Her voice rippled at the sunrise, cresting in the rock dove's coo, bathing in the citrine flames. And oh, boom. those citrine flames. Stella. <laughs> oh, this is... Uh, uh, um... I have to read it again. I'm sorry. For some reason, I got, I'm, I'm really sorry. I got distracted. Give me one more second. I have to read it again. <laughs> one second. I, I, saw this, I saw this image again. Again. I mean, before, what's wrong with me? I can't speak. <laughs> I saw this image again. <laughs> Somewhere else. I don't know. Oh, because it's... Uh, Raz, it's you want to go first, Raz? Well, so we'll get sorry. Yes. Sorry. I really... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's Raz, me too. Yeah. There are some <laughs> great touches here in the poem. I have never heard of an ADHD spider, but uh, <laughs> they seem a bit up-tempo, possibly from the fourth dimension. And uh, when uh, he's describing life this way, it's a- at least in a-, a sense that you have... Uh, that modern perspective of what it's all like, what brings this person to a better sense and understanding of the world is the fact that it's here. I appreciate that. Yeah, the the whole thing about it is, you know, every time you hear that damn uh, thing, the itsy bitsy spider, it never wants to not go up that water spout, even though it keeps getting knocked down. That's why I called it ADHD. So there you go. <laughs> As someone who has ADHD, it's more like you're trying to climb the water spout and it's like, oh, hey, look, there's a squirrel. And then life hits you <laughs> with a giant gush of water and down you go. 
Boo, are you there? <laughs> oh, you mentioned the shorter. I could have sworn you were talking about a kind of a technical form of technology. So uh, <laughs> I was trying to imagine those kinds of <laughs> spiders. Oh, we lost Boo. Okay, uh, so Stella, can you comment now? Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, just like start losing it. Um, the swell pain, the thousand. You take us first. Uh, honestly, when I when I saw the first, uh, I thought it was uh, gonna be romantic. Tides swell pain, the thousand sunset, frustrating stroke of cardiac flash. But then you move us, um, becomes a nightmare stream. Uh, Shell hawk soldier, and, and you know, I think this is becoming. More and more present in your poetry, the um, your experience of a soldier pants. This is uh, whoa. There's a lot of uh, echoing. I'm sorry, I can't. You hear it? Okay. Shall yeah, I'll, I'll try soldier? to figure out where it's coming from. Okay. Um, and then you you come with the you take us back to uh, like crying from the the crescendo. Uh, wailing the crescendo uh, aches of the allegorismo pulse tempo. This is incredible. This is really powerful stanza. I show how much pain. And uh, I'm not sure if the HDAD spider has to also from the battlefield cross. Since, but I think about it in a different way. Maybe it's my mind takes me differently. Like it, you compare it, this pain, how people get uh, hanging windless from a battlefield cross since to see the glimmer of dark sex. Just like maybe memories of flashback that's not very very lucid. I'm not I'm kind of confused a little bit here. You take us really to different do want, places. Do you want me again, to describe what a battlefield cross is? Yes, that's what I don't know. That's why probably I didn't understand. Yeah, what yeah. happens when, when, a, when a soldier dies on the battlefield? There's a memorial that's kept for them for a moment while we uh, celebrate their lives and the sacrifice that they made, uh, and it's called a battlefield oh. cross. They'll take they'll take their, a pair of their boots, uh, the rifle that they had, and they will hang uh, their dog tags from the rifle, and then they'll put their helmet on top of the rifle, and that's the battlefield cross. I see now. I understand. That. Okay. That's very powerful. You really put so much emotion uh, in your writing about your experience of battlefield. It's just like uh, so deep. Just the, the, the stands, the, those stands, especially the one shell shock soldier pants between shots. Now I understand why this uh, crescendo aches and the, how you all. Oh, this 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 is very uh, dig, digging deep as always when you talk about your experience. Thank you. Uh, Wayne, what do you think? Oh, my pleasure. Bill, I said, uh, this reminds me of the song Dogs of War. It has hope, but I love it. And I love the stanza where it says, Desert stained sandalwood boots stood in the cemetery belly of the Coopies' mossy dip. You know, Jenna still lives, and, and maybe there'll be a rebirth after a bath of flames. But uh, war, what is it good for? Great job. Amazing poem. I like it. I got to meet uh, meet James Brown before he passed away, so absolutely nothing. Say it again. 
All right. Um, Rebecca, what do you think? Um, it was a good, it was a good poem. And I like how at the end there is a little bit of hope um, as far as like, or it comes across with a little bit of hope, like, of, you know, seeing the dawn rise or, you know, the, the, um, the dawn, you know, rise and, and it's a new day. And, um, and you mentioned, you know, Genesis arose in the iris of the dawn. So the, you know, the sun comes up and, and, uh, you know, you're going through the trees and, and away from the carnage, basically, that, um, that had just taken place and, and you hear a voice. It's almost like being called to a voice and there's hope. It resonates. Um, hope in that. Um, and then the cresting in the rock, doves coo, bathing in the citrine flames, you know, you know, hearing the birds chirp and, and that's just like the dawn of a new day and, 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 and hope. Uh, thank you very much. I'm glad you saw that. And uh, let me get a last comment from uh, Laughing Soul. Dee, what do you think? Ah, this is such a heart-wrenching start, but, uh, you know, the first line is uh, full of uh, beauty where tiger spells seen the thousand sunsets, and then it takes you into a very poignant grief, you know, this is like uh, the laments of a wounded shell-shocked soldier arises at dawn, healing, you know, the reader's uh, mind with its beautiful song. So, the entire uh, poem, like uh, you have, you have actually blended such beautiful imagery. Though this is uh, speaking of uh, so much of uh, pain one goes through, but I love the way it ends with hope. You know, justifying the title, and I love the mention of uh, citrine flames, and the poem is very beautiful. I I love every every single verse of it. Genesis arose in the iris of the dawn. It is such a beautiful line. And uh, I think you what you mentioned about uh, war was like, uh, uh, you know, thanks for giving us a peek into what we actually you know take for granted. So yeah, I think we need to be more sensitive, and you do help us in. Uh, understanding that side of the world. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I just want to say hello to uh, Wayne. Hi, how are you? And Rebecca, I missed you both because I was away. Pretty good. Pretty good. You doing all right? All right. What I want to do uh, next is mention that Tuesday is going to be our makeup show for Rockin' with Randall. Uh, write a poem based off of uh, the song that you think describes the condition of the world or your world today. Uh, so go ahead and write, do that. Uh, Wednesday, of course, that's at 9 o'clock Eastern on Tuesday. Wednesday, of course, noon Eastern is our house. And um, I'm not sure if we're going to get all the poems tonight. If we got any leftovers, they will be on our house. So what I'm going to do next is we are going to do a little bit of Rebecca. So, Rebecca, are you ready to hear yourself <laughs> with smoke and yeah. here, here we go. 
you know, that means a lot because uh, of the kind of, uh, I think every woman, what she's gone through, these words coming from a man are really very uplifting. And uh, yes, we aren't uh, broken and we don't want to be just, uh, you know, chosen for our uh, uh, body and flesh. Uh, and, uh, you know. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, perfectly. Uh, I won't take much of a time on, uh, you know, describing the words because they are so loud and clear over there, you know. And uh, the way she has put the entire piece together with the music and uh, with her, uh, you know, you can feel it in her voice. Uh, what an what an inspiring poem. It's It's perfect for the front page. I loved it, Rebecca. Thank you you for penning this. Yeah, this is actually, um, this piece was done in four hours with a, as a contest for, um, we were paired up randomly with a producer and me and the producer worked together and had to come up with everything on the spot. So shout out to, um, um, uh, derailed, um, because he did an amazing job, uh, so when I started, we didn't have a beat or anything to go off of, and uh, and he he put together was working on the beat while I was working on the lyrics, and then I did the vocals and I sent it over to him. And we, it was just a team effort. Um, oh wow! And it was and it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It was put on by uh, the group called the Cipher, and they have an AP group, but they've kind of moved since moved over to Discord. Wow. Oh, no problem. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Salwa, what do you think? I just love her voice. She has a voice to sing, like you really gifted. Uh, Becca, I was sleeping actually and I waited. I could not uh, listen to you, so I waited to push myself because, uh, to hear you. Uh, I love the collaboration. You're welcome. Raw emotion in, in, the, in the wording, the voice, the music is just perfect. All, all through, I mean, the whole poem. And I love the repetition of the, how do you say refrain in English? Oh, my gosh, I can't think of English. Uh, refrain? Do you say it's refrain in English? No, something else. I can't remember. But my affection can be stolen. Um, no, no, the one. Uh, all the way to not I'm broken, no, I'm not chosen. My affection cannot be stolen. We can ride inside explosion now. We are flaming, now we're burning. It's just beautiful, and I agree. I love JCA uh, comments. Um, no one can change anyone. The same thing for men, not only women. I think it's, there are two ways. No man, no woman should change men, and no man, uh, like, this is how it is. But this is very powerful, and I'm sure we charge so many women who need to hear empower them because uh, they, are, they don't have this... Not everyone has this power in them. They there's fear sometimes, and this is very empowering for women to hear it. I'm not your chosen. I, I really love it. Wonderfully done. And if awesome. again I was not kicked out of, uh, I would be on, on front page. <laughs> but <laughs> next time. Awesome comment. And Wayne, you get the last comment, and then we're putting your poem on the board, brother. Already. Uh, Rebecca rocks. I've heard several of her clouds, and uh, she always gets me high. And uh, she ain't taking no crap from nobody. And uh, 
He's a great, great song, great words. And any, any guy puts their hands on a woman, you know, man, in some kind of a creep. But uh, great, great words, great, great voice, and I loved it. Great job. Thank you. Well, I got right. It's my turn. Well, this morning when I was talking Here's to Aristotle, I was talking to, I was talking to Aristotle this morning because Socrates was running late, and uh, this poem kind of came to mind, so I wrote it down. It's called "Who's That." It goes like this. Once upon a time, in a land of uncomfortable love, people were embarrassed to gaze above. There was no glory in trying to sleep with them all. Finally, in the mirror, they were shocked at what they saw. Over the years, the people had become one. They all looked alike, and that was no fun. Everywhere they looked, people looked the same. They got tired of playing the same old game. One day, a little boy looked at the sky and said, I look like my sister. Tell me why. With a loud blast and a large puff of smoke, out of nowhere, someone spoke. Everyone looked around and told of this belief. Saw an elf on a tree sitting on a leaf. Heard he's complaining about the way you look. Do you have any idea how long it took? It took a thousand years, is what they realized. They all wished they were wearing a disguise. Elf, elf said, don't be surprised if it takes a while. He started giving each lady a different hairstyle. Started giving some men different lengths of beard. And all the children laughed, thinking they looked weird. Made some people smell like they were cooking the laughers. A few of the kids made, made them wear glasses. Many of the people suddenly became fat. Some were skinny and, and fun to look at. It wasn't long until everyone looked different. A lot of the elders started feeling reverent. Then the little boy said, do you know who I am? No one had a clue. He shook his head and said, damn. Everyone looked around and didn't know who anyone was. They also flew off and making a general buzz. <laughs> Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. You might just <laughs> get right. it. Oh, man, this, right. is, this is absolutely brilliant. I, I love your quirky humor, your little cheekiness there. Uh and boy, it just it just worked out so perfectly. Excellent job, Wayne. Um, Sal, uh, I know you're you're, you're giggling mm-hmm. over there, so so giggle away. <laughs> just incredible. Who's that? <laughs> I mean, from the spouse. You just have a great sense of humor, Wayne. I mean, incredible. Just natural. Not one. <laughs> not too many people can bring it up like this. I, I really enjoy the the humor in there, and it's so true. Like I read your um, uh, AP, how many? If you look the same, then would be so boring, right? <laughs> and people, yes. when there's so many, uh, uh, just it's hilarious. The joke, the not the joke, the the wording, but there is a message behind it. Be yourself. <laughs> Don't have to copy others. <laughs> well Thank you. done, Thank <laughs> And uh, let me get a comment from uh, Rebecca. What do you think? Oh, I I love the message. I love Wayne's sense of humor. Um, (laughs) But it's so true that, uh, you know, if we all looked the same, it would be boring. And (laughs) I think that's just a a great message to, you know, not, uh, you know, be careful what you wish for. and, And, you know, it's good that everybody is different. You know, that adds uniqueness and flavor and, and make, you know, life fun. And, you know, and yeah, it's what, you know, make, yeah. I just, I enjoyed it. Great job. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. I just came out of blue this morning, so I wrote down. <laughs> and, uh, gee, what do you think? I just love green. 
the way Wayne reads uh, his poems and, you know, the catchy rhymes, you know, it just brings life to the entire uh, uh, poetry. And this poem may sound, uh, you know, funny and whatever, but it has a very strong message, you know. It it takes a lot of, uh, you know, um, it, there's a lot that goes in just being you, just being you, you know, the original yes. It, to be an original in today's fake world is like wow, and uh, and you are just one of your kind, Wayne. So just say that, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just loved it. And the, I mean, I'm going to like fool around a little over here. You know, uh, there's no glory in trying to sleep with them all. <laughs> 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 oh, <yeah. laughs> Thanks for the laugh and giggles. I I think we just needed that, and yeah, I mean, the message is strong. So. I love to hear y'all laugh. It just makes me tickle. I love to hear people laugh. Brad, Brad, what do you think? Yeah, I uh, imagine this to be a little bit like. Uh, that story out, the one that's uh, been uh, playing on cable television for years, where you have uh, your character from SNL, Daryl Hammond, doing the part of the elf, but uh, everyone doesn't look exactly like him. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, and Boo, you get a comment both on Wayne's and on Rebecca. Yeah, sorry, I kept dropping me. Wayne, you cracked me up. I mean, you embrace being different because you know that you are, and you just go with it, and that makes you all the more endearing, in my opinion. And you're just you, and, and you've grown a lot since I've known you and met you, and, and you're funny. You never know what you're going to get with you. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious, but... um. It's true, everybody's trying to be a carbon copy of everybody else. God forbid that you don't fit in that box and you don't look like that person. You don't wear those clothes. You're just, it's ridiculous. Um, I'd rather think outside the box. I think that's where you are here. here. And Me too. I love the ending. Everyone looked around. I don't know what it was. Slowly blowing and gentle buzz. And <laughs> the picture's a crack up. The picture, I mean, it so reminds me of the uh, Grease, the movie Grease. Or a bunch of, is that a bunch of Elvises, right? Yeah, yeah. I could see you in there old. too. Oh, funny, Mister Humor Wayne. It's me. All right, Boo. Did you want hey, to say something? Why does Rebecca look like oh. Elvis Presley? Rebecca, oh, I love Vegas. it. I love the title, "Smoking Gun." Uh, it's just amazing. And then uh, we say, uh, "I like the." I think it's in the chorus. You choose not broken if you're not chosen. And there's a part that says, "Don't." Don't pull her around. I saw that I liked too. Like, don't let a man tell you you're not good enough. You're not enough. You know, if he doesn't like it, let's don't let the door fit you with a good Lord switch. And you're not afraid to say it either. Um, can be stolen. My inside. This is about somebody who steals everything from you, like your insides, and they just want to steal your identity and, and crush you and crumble you and make you feel small. But you're not having it. And then at the end, you cap his ass with your own smoking gun. Hello, little Rebecca. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I'm my own flesh and blood. Damn right. Loves it. Empowering. All right. 
All right. Let me see. I'm going to have to refresh my uh, studio here, Boo. And uh, we're with that, we're going to call it a night. I want to thank uh, all the people that called, but I also want to say that uh, we're saving the last two uh, rights for our house on Wednesday at noon. Thank you to Salva Raz, Rack Brandy, Azakel, Soul, Rebecca, Wayne, all for calling, Irish, Marius, Tila, Angel, Bud, Mosh Pit, Lizzie, Jask, Isabel, Cindy for being out on the board, and everybody else who wrote for us. And like I said, we will definitely get those last two on our house, plus three from Rack Show, plus I think a couple from Friday as well. Um, yeah. This, is, this has been absolutely an amazing uh, um, show. Boo, thank you for all that you do. We could not do any of this without you. Um, you are the heart and soul of this place. Once again, congratulations on the uh, on uh, becoming part of the MVP crew over at All Poetry. Whoa! And with with that, we're going to play one last song here, folks. A little Boo doing Oasis. So here we go. This is Rob's request. Congratulations. Thank you once again for everybody. This is JCA signing off. Good night, everybody. Good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Have a wonderful day or a wonderful night.